Oh, hi there. Come here often? You know, I heard about this cool new place called patreon.com slash sidequeststudios. It's where all the cool kids can go to support our work, including Thrones of Game, The Simpsons Index, and Pulp Fury Radio. And for just $5, you can get into the VIP room with an exclusive podcast. Don't answer yet. Just listen to Thrones of Game. Hello out there, you maces and masons, knights and fools all. Welcome to Thrones of Game. This is the Game of Thrones podcast that dares to watch the series backwards. If you've never heard this show before, friend, you're running out of episodes. You really got to catch up. <laughs> My name is BT Calloway. I've already seen the entire show. And joining me as always is Elliot J. O'Neill, the man who had never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones until we started watching in reverse order. Elliot, how are you doing there, buddy? Season 7 finale. Season Woo! 7 finale. Woo-woo-woo! Yes, we just watched season 2, episode 1, which means we're going to drink some Game of Thrones scotch. Mm-hmm. Ah, it smells good. Yeah, we're drinking, uh, let's see, it is the House Tyrell, the Clanellish. Clen- I'm not entirely sure how that's pronounced, which is good. Clanellish. Like, you kind of want a scotch that you're not sure how to pronounce. Yeah, yeah. Or that you can be pompous about, when you're like, uh, actually, it's Lagavulin. Yeah. Leviosa. The kind of scotch that, if you've had three drinks of them, is impronounceable. <laughs> Where, by which then makes it pronounceable. I'll have the Lagavulin. <laughs> like, yep, that's yep. correct. All right, down the hatch. Mm. Ooh. Punchy. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. Bit on the back end. Oh, yeah. It'll get you on the tail end. Yeah, much like uh, House Tyrell, it's a little bit floral, not too overpowering, but it's got a sting. It's got some thorns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it sticks around. That's for sure. You know, last time we said it might be the last time recording out of the Castle Hill mm-hmm. SideQuest Studios. Um, I'm still currently in the place and we're like on the most minimum setup possible. Yep. And just for funsies, because the room got rearranged, I decided to push the desk on the other side. And i got to admit, this is quite the way to do the finale you know with yep up is down black and w- is white cats and dogs living together yeah because all of game of thrones has been done yeah. the same way <laughs> and you know it was a big deal when we decided to move the tv upstairs mm. <laughs> and uh, now i'm on the other side of the room i'm uh, this is weird we like our old gods and our traditions <laughs> exactly we're having a big burnout tonight yeah, but elliot j o'neill we just watched as i said season two episode one the north remembers what just happened uh, it's the bit I almost forgot about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it came as a bit, all this child murder, which, uh, oh, oh boy. And, and Jesus, like, it's kind of overshadowed the rest of the episode. Was there an episode before it? I don't know. Yeah, it really did. It's, uh, yeah, another example of our awful good, mm. where bit terrible things are done very well, because you, you feel the, the panic and the sorrow of people in the streets for this one. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, uh, so those of you playing at home, this is the one with the comet that ends up not mattering all that much. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, sorry, blow out your ears a bit then, but oh my god! Yeah. They made such a big deal big out of this. Big fucking deal of the comet. It just didn't yep. do anything. <laughs> okay, so to, a little bit on this, so there's this whole prophecy about the prince who was promised, who's going to be the great king that leads them, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and that part of that prophecy was like born under a red star, or bo- the comet was meant to be part of the prophecy. Right. 
Uh, except uh, it really doesn't come up again between like now and then maybe three seasons later, there's a bit where Dan Brady's talking about it and they're like, well, technically the translation says an heir or a royal, not necessarily a prince, could uh. be you, Dan Brady. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it barely crops up at all. And to make how this episode make such a big deal of it. It was... Yeah, a little weird. Yeah, like all the, there were so many scene transitions at the start, which were linked by this fucking dumb comment. And yeah, yeah. at a point I just wrote, okay, this is getting a bit tedious. Like, they are really pointing at it. It's being used for every transition. And then, yeah, that's about halfway through and then they stop doing it. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think it's the problem of who knows how much the showrunners knew at this point because they you know Ger Martin did eventually tell them how it was going to end just in case he happened to shift off this mortal coil mm-hmm. um but i don't know if he had yet because game of thrones has only like just become the biggest thing on tv uh even maybe not even by the end of this series season was it like game of thrones game of thrones uh so you know maybe they didn't know how important it was going to be and it had the harry potter problem of which parts are going to be important to bring mm. to screen when it's not finished and I don't know, it just doesn't feel like a red herring at all. It's, it's a red comet. Yeah, it's just this dumb red comet that, like, I don't know. Like, I, have you ever seen, like, TV shows that did, like, and every show had this in the, their episode that linked them, even though they were unrelated TV shows that didn't take place in the same world? Like that one episode of Family Guy, American Dad and Cleveland Show, which all mm. had the hurricane. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then they all met together at the end. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, that doesn't come up often, but... Uh, yeah, even me. though it's the same show, yeah, you'd expect... I was, yeah, waiting for the Red Comet to, like, crash into something and cause some disruption. I'm like, well, they yeah. didn't reference it in the next episode, so, yeah. yeah. They also know it's a comet, which is interesting. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's totally a normal space thing. We understand, uh, you know, astronomy. Yeah, you don't have one person going, chemtrails! <laughs> <laughs> Simpler times. <laughs> Simpler times when they knew science better. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to wear a helmet. That's just the government trying to control you. <laughs> yeah. Mm, let's get the fuck away from reality for a second. Please. Uh, what was your MVP from this episode? Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, yeah. What was my MVP? Uh, I'm chambered if you wanted some thinking. Yeah, go dark. for it. Uh, I think it's this little back and forth between little, little Finger and Seesaw where they kind of yeah. stop. She stops him in the courtyard. She's like, oh, can you find Arya Stark? And he's like, Psh, bitch, I don't know. Mm. And uh, they had this kind of good little quiet digs at each other where, you know, she's all like, oh, you chose your own sigil, the Mockingbird. Oh, how how appropriate for Mansus for so many stories. And, just, mm-hmm. and he's all like, yeah, oh, I hear some weird stories too about you and your brother. Maybe just, <laughs> uh, you know, oh. This uh, is you and this is your brother. Yeah, yeah turns around, wraps his ar- own arms <laughs> around him. Oh, Jamie, oh my. Uh, but then she has a great moment. He's all like, oh, you've forgotten, a, like many powerful families, you've forgotten a simple truth that knowledge is power she's like oh cool 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 hey by the way all my guards could you kill this man now and they grab him and pull the knife he's like oh wait stop silly me guards turn around take three paces hop on one leg and bark like a dog (laughs) oh wait that's right power is power bitch ooh Mike drops Cersei out yeah I I guess she is my MVP because like she was really dynamic in this episode Mm, in in that sense and that was like her at the height of her Cersei-ness um and yeah, the scene where she's getting talked down to by Tyrion is great. Yep. And then when she has to relay that information to Joffrey, she's so sheepish. And Yeah, actually, come to think of it, I think Lena Headey in general is just going to get my MVP because there's a great scene between her and Joffrey later and Joffrey's just being his usual cuntish self. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she, what does he say? I can't even remember. Um, 
yeah, I just have Joffrey as a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then he's all like, you know, well, did my father, you know, have other children? And she's like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, oh, did he fuck other whores when he was bored of you, you stupid fuck? And she's yeah. like, slaps him. And he's like, and he has a great moment of just, what you've done is treason if you never do it again. And it's there's a mm. moment of Lita Hitty just having, well, Cecil Lannister, just having fear of her own son. So you get like a full you know, like uh, uh, rainbow of all the Cersei in this. You get the the bratty sister, you get the caring mother, you get the scared mother. It's it's yeah. a it's a wild ride, and yeah, taken all at once, it's very good. And yeah, and also the princess, you know, the daughter of the king that commands mm-hmm. the guard. Like it's wild stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, MVP to just all that. Yeah. Um. And Joffrey is a dick. I guess that was the first time as well that I'd sort of seen Joffrey acknowledge that. Uh, and yeah, like, it's I always, got in that moment that he believed it. He believed it enough to worry. Like, yeah. not in words, but in actions. Because, you know, then he had his uh, father's bastards all murdered, which is <laughs> the yeah. violence in this episode that I'm not going to dwell on too much. Oh, that okay, that's why the baby was killed, because that yep. was Rob's. Yeah, uh, Robert St- uh, Robert Baratheon, who you've yeah. not met. Yeah, yeah, which was another weird thing with this episode, just to get away from the baby murder for a moment. Just for a please. moment, before we <laughs> swan dive in. Yeah, I guess, you know, the same thing that when starting the show, people didn't feel the need to say their names. And now, as I'm getting earlier into the show, people don't need to say their full names. So he's acknowledged as Joffrey Baratheon. I yeah. just assumed it would be Joffrey Lannister. Uh, no. But I didn't think about that because... Yeah, yeah. she's Lannister. Uh, Cersei's Lannister, but she got married to Rob Robert Baratheon, and that's how uh, their family came into, you know, being so royalty. So at this time, is she just getting around as Cersei uh, Baratheon? She is Queen Regent, which is like, uh, you know, placeholder until the king is fully, you know, coronated. Right, but yeah. her name, Cersei Baratheon? Is um, it- yeah, technically. I suppose maybe she's just taken on Lannister, but yeah, no one bothers to say it out loud. Yeah. Well, I mean, other than Dan Brady, who, like, after that, everyone's like, okay, no one else needs to say their full name. Fuck. <laughs> is she still going? She's only up to Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea. Okay, great. Just uh. She's been saying that name that whole entire walk, <laughs> and they're still going. Oh, my gosh. When does it end? All right. You three go in different directions. We'll resume when you get back. Yep. She's all like, I'm queen of that rock, and I'm queen of that <laughs> lizard, and I'm queen of that cloud. <laughs> so, yeah, we get it. You're queen of everything. I'm queen of that rock. Fuck, it's just another rock. Oh, I'm so dehydrated. Oh, I'm queen of that too. You're queen of dehydrated. You can't be queen. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yep. I uh, got an MVP yet or just just going to second? No, no, I'm just piggybacking off uh, Lena Headey. Again, it was really, uh, this is one of those ones where it's not a bad episode. It's just, it like, other than the horrendous violence, kind of lacks those big standout moments. But that was a great little, yeah, uh, myriad of all Cersei's different faces. And I think it was really great. Yeah, you can tell this is one of those, uh, what I'm going to call in this moment ripple episodes yeah yeah where yeah there's been an impact somewhere else and especially as a season opener which has been very common actually for mm-hmm. um you know our finales is that they're just getting over whatever the fucking big event of the last episode of the last season yep, was yep. the cliffhanger and so yeah we're just sort of tying some stuff up and like okay let's ease into this next season mm-hmm. but mm. yeah here we have the ripple effect of all the baby murder which we'll just get into in violence jesus uh, yeah, again, look, it's effectively done. You ha- we, um, you know, go through various streets, and I like that we don't dwell on anything too long, mm. but there's just enough for you to get the sense of the chaos and the problem of it all, because even, like, guards hesitating, and it's just yeah. like, and it's enough to say this is, you know, really fucking with people, and just, you know, mothers clutching their children in the streets, because even though they know 
they're not, you know, uh, Robert Baratheon's son. They're still just scared of all this, you know, child murder that's going on. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, they're, they're, they've um, shown that it's going to happen to a select few. You'd be fucking freaking. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, the acting on the mother, oh, oh my God, she just, Jesus Christ, she just got all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they're uh, uh, in Littlefinger's establishment and yeah. she just pull the baby out and she's like, what the fuck is going on? And just freaks out when she realizes that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that uh, Captain Headless is all like, no, nah, you've got to stab the baby. Oh, I'll do it. And just, again, it's that panning shot where it goes from the guard's movement past the baby so you don't see anything to the mother's reaction. And it makes it all that much more powerful when you just get the sound effect. Exactly. And you get her reaction, which is, you know, no one wants to see a baby d- get stabbed. But no. yeah, how do you cut away from it without it being at all without, goofy? Yeah, yeah, without feeling like you're just pulling your punches. And yeah. that is how you do it. You draw the drama into the more relatable character of the mother. And say, yeah. yeah, that's really good. And yeah, just seeing her world get destroyed because, yeah, that's... You know, we don't want to see baby death. No, we don't. Do, 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 do baby death. death. <laughs> Just trying uh. to make light of this situation. And I think the episode was too. It was like, um, after, like, it just got such whiplash from whatever the previous scene was. Mm. Um, oh, the renovations and uh, yeah. Joffrey slapping, uh, getting slapped by Cersei. Yep. It was just, yeah, such whiplash to just see someone just hard fucking a dude, just <laughs> absolutely going at it. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, if you were watching this quietly at home and you didn't want to wake your parents <laughs> to loud sex noises, you'd be like, mute, 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 mute. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, which, I mean, we'll segue, segue into nudity, which is this only really bit here where we yep. just get a little fingers brothel, but there's just a woman just bouncing on that dude like he's a trampoline yeah and just getting a bit of sex ed as well and like <laughs> just no 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 you're going uh, you're yeah. doing your trim too dramatically yeah Roz is like no you need to lead into it you sound ridiculous <laughs> ramp up don't mm-hmm. start at 10 yep and then shows uh daisy around who we will uh see get abused by joffrey later that's that same one this is her little journey yay yeah uh, it starts out at yeah, as this episode of the Sex Wing, like <laughs> Aaron Sorkin's Game of Thrones, right here. Yeah, I mean it's very hard to walk through corridors and bone at the same time, but I'm sure Sorkin could figure out. You know, <laughs> Sorkin announces, "I'm getting into porno." <laughs> oh wow, it's gonna be complicated. Mm-hmm. A lot of carrying positions, very difficult. Uh, well, we also have another bit of violence where uh, we start off with a mace to the face from the Hound. And, oh, uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And, and I was uh, like, yeah, who's Armor King here? And like, oh, the Hound actually has a Hound mask? Come on, dude. I mean, I feel like he wouldn't have picked that. Someone would have given it to him. Like, fine, I'll be the fucking Hound, whatever. Blah. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. He, do- he doesn't seem like the type that would try and start his own nickname. No, exactly. And the Hound, I mean, unless he was like Meltface before that. Yeah. He's like, how about you call me the Hound instead? Yeah. Nah. I mean, it's it stuck. Good for him. And then again, Joffrey being a dick was like, oh, did you like that, Sansa? And he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, it was well struck. He's like, I know I said it was well struck. You have to come up with your own critique mm. of this match. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> douchebag. Uh, and then we get this uh, guy who shows up later, who's the one who gives Sansa the necklace and is like, you saved me. This is him being saved, where he rocks up and he's a little bit drunk and Joffrey's like, oh no, come have another oh, drink. Oh, yeah, And he's right. like, oh yeah, don't mind if I do. And then, yeah, has this whole bit of like, you know, oh, why don't you help him? And it's like, and then the guards grab him and force him to his knees and, you know, force feed him an entire barrel of wine. And it's again, that moment of... How did they know what to do when Joffrey just said, make sure he has his fill? Like, like guys, that's code. It means pin him down. And we've, we've been to rehearsals for this exact point. Or they just like, 
it's Joffrey. Whatever he means is like the most dickish thing we can think of. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, they're constantly trying to punch up because they they were probably had a little quick meeting as to give him his fork. Do we give him a glass? No, he probably wants something better. Uh, do we have any funnels? All right, cool. Yeah. All right, just... let, let's put a bottle in. A... No, 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 barrel, barrel, barrel. A keg flip. <laughs> I think he's got to be kind of. He, he looks heavy. <laughs> I don't know if we can do. Uh, what do you, is he? Joffrey's the participant needs to be willing for that. <laughs> yeah, it's very complicated to force someone to do that. Yeah. All right, all right. Reverse keg flip. We'll pour it under his head. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I do like the idea of Joffrey calling meetings just to go, okay, and now when I say this, you do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the way it's... I've always wanted to do like a skit of, you know, someone in a uh, a crime film who says something vague and that means kill this guy, but threaten, like threaten guy A, but kill guy B at the last second yeah. and just have them fuck it up. It's like, no, no, no. When I said you'll get yours, it meant kill the other guy to scare this one. You weren't supposed to kill... And now you've, now you've killed both. Well, and I was tugging at my left ear at the time, which you needed to acknowledge. But I this- forgot I was wearing headphones in that moment and I just pulled on my beard and it hurt a little. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you skip rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder. Or they just are they just you know default? What's the most awful thing they can think of? And mm. if they like tipped his head into a wine barrel and started drowning him, would Joffrey be like, "No, nah, that's not what I meant. Ah, <laughs> uh, I meant force. For, forget it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. But, um. Yeah. This guy. Um. That British comedian or whatever. Yeah, yeah he was good. He's, yeah, he he plays the fool well, and mm. the Sansa saves him by making him a fool, and then he dies later anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone dies later in this show. It's I, With very rare exception. Yeah, okay. No, one exception. He's the obese guy who does die. Mm. So there oh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our theory is disproven, unfortunately. Yeah, drunken, so, happy-go-lucky, obese fool. Yeah, but he tried to do things. That's the other yeah. thing. You've got a happy, obese fool who does not try to do things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we then get a bit of Tyrion rocks up and he's like, ah, oh, nephew, I look for you on the battlefield. Didn't see you there. That's funny. I'm awesome. Man, Tyrion's just taken some fucking swings in this episode. He is riding a confidence horse. Oh, yeah. Uh, confidence difficult, horse. Difficult for, man, uh, difficult for a man of his stature to be swinging his dick around so much, but mm. my gosh, does he ever. <laughs> it's fantastic. There's a great bit. He's like, oh, Uncle Tyrion, I heard you were dead. He's like, oh, no, death is boring. I'm like, That's a good line. <laughs> yeah. Um... It wasn't like it wasn't his strongest episode. I got to say, no. I don't think he was contender for I, MVP. But it's not as clever as we see him get. It's all just swagger and bravado. But that's also a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, him dro- doing the whole mic drop with the information from on high. Yep. And Cersei but, just losing his shit, her yeah. shit out. Oh, him. I'm part of the high of the small council now. My father said so. Ooh, sucks to be you, motherfucker. Yep. Once again, we're in the teenage fucking <laughs> melodrama of these yep. people. Yeah. Cersei just stamps her foot and says, "What did Daddy do now? Shit." Yeah. And just runs off to her room. Yep. Um, and then a little bit more. Of- Actually, that's another <laughs> thing I was going to say about um, Cersei in this as well is that. That false confidence and the sort of the fuck the poor attitude and it's all going to be okay because I'm Cersei and powerful. Yep. I liked how we sort of see that and then she sheepishly comes up to Joffrey and talks about all that stuff and then he's the one who has that pig-headedness but it's also much less informed than her. Yeah. And like it's like this trickle down uh, yeah. false confidence. Oh, I like it. It's it's mirroring that, you know, she had the whole showdown with Littlefinger about, mm. you know, power is power and he's all knowledge is power. And here's Joffrey with all the power, but none of the knowledge. And she's yeah. all the clever tricks she's pulled to get this far are doing her nothing in the face of someone who her own son is all like, I'll kill you. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And 
she like like Tyrion said, you know, one of her things is that she loves her children, mm-hmm. so she just tolerates it. Like yep. whereas Tyrion, you know, he slaps and he says, "I do not regret that," and fucking <laughs> owns that scene in that other episode. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a great line from Tyrion, who's uh, just a bit of scene with Tyrion and Seesaw, where Tyrion has a line of, "You love your children; it's your one redeeming quality, that and your cheekbones." <laughs> so fair, he's right. Girl's She's... got some cheekbones. Damn straight. Yeah, yeah. Good. Cut a watermelon with those things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the one last bit. <laughs> Kind of watermelon. I, <laughs> I mean, admittedly, they're hard to cut. So, uh, you know, those are some good cheekbones. But... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You could score a mango with those cheekbones. <laughs> you can do that with a fork, I yeah. guess. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, one last bit of Tyrion is when he's hanging out with Shay and she's like, it smells like corpses and shit. What the fuck is this scene? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But again, they lie down and they have a little happy moment. It's like, ah, oh, Tyrion's happy for like 10 seconds. Mm. Doing the worst kiss in the world. Don't do the Spider Man upside down kiss. It's, uh, unless you are actually Spider-Man and actually upside down. Mm-hmm. But, Very particular circumstance. Yeah. Not Shout many out people. to all our Spider-Men out there. <laughs> we believe in you, Spider-Men and Spider-Women mm-hmm. and non-binary spiders. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you wake up and you never think you're going to say the words non-binary spiders. Yeah. And then it happens and uh, you, you just you, you stop, you look at it, and you move on. Fun new world. It is. Uh, man, what else we got? So that's the thing with this one. I don't have terribly many notes and we've covered all the nudity and violence. Yeah. Ah, uh, the White Raven rocks up, which uh, marks the end of the uh, long summer. That's very significant. Uh, it, it won't be winter for another seven seasons. So. Uh, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, is there a, a point in season one where they're just like, summer is coming, summer is coming? Yeah, they're all like, winter, winter, winter. Oh. And uh, that's 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 the thing. It's been such a long summer, and even when the White Raven comes, and it's like, oh no, winter is here, it still takes a really long time. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, oh well, whatever. Everything is taking forever. Um, let's see, there's a cute little scene with uh, Allbrand and Maester Carl Baron, who's, mm. uh, you know, he's all... Some guy's standing there complaining, well, in my day, Masons knew how to build things in one afternoon, and you could uh, just skip to the loo and something about a wagon and only paying a tuppence for a hot dog and a movie, and it's just, (laughs) yeah, I lost that entirely, but hey, you get my point. Yeah, them doing, like, the worst version of, like, um, where are they at the moment? Winterfell's got talent, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Winterfell is just listens to boring-ass people. And, yeah, there's a good line Carl Barron has of uh, listening to people you don't like is part of being a lord and it's a big part of your job. And just suck it up and we'll we'll deal with it. Yeah. um, And, yeah, Bran's sort of interesting in this episode as well with the, like, why is he bothering denying the whole dreams thing to her? I don't know. Because, I mean, he admits it, like, two episodes later. Mm. But, uh... You know, I just like seeing Usha, now that we know what her name is, or Osha. I like O-H-N-S, like Osha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you are a fan of O-H-N-S, as uh, we've uh, yep. now as established I... on the most recent episode of The Simpsons Index. Yes, with Baby Beat Media. Like and subscribe. Um, yeah, there's a bit where they're all looking at the comment, and she has a good line of, stars don't fall for men, this marks the coming of dragons, and it's all, he's all like, dragons are dead, silly. Just saying a lot of falsehoods now, aren't you, Bran? Yep, just a lot of people, a lot of people said things that were not going to work out. There's a bit where, between, uh, Rob and Catelyn, where he's all like, I promise you one day we'll all be together, and nope. Yep. <laughs> not even close. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, um, and again, much... In the way that I just don't have a lot of notes here, Rob and Theon have a scene where Theon's like, let me go to my dad and he'll conv- convince him to back you and we'll have ships. And that's basically it. Yeah. It's like, okay. Cool, 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 No, it's interesting, like, because all these uh, moments with, uh, fuck, what's that Stark kid's name? 
Uh, Rob? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole double Rob thing in this show. Yep. Seriously, one more name. <laughs> you, you didn't run out of names then, Gurr. To be fair, I think he's Ned Stark's eldest and was named after Robert Baratheon, I think. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's not like Arrested Development where it's the whole thing is part of the joke, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> George and Michael and all that. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, so we see all this stuff of, yeah, Rob putting together the pieces and trying to assemble the armies mm-hmm. and, like, really build something here. And, man, it's just the funny thing with the Red Wedding is that the reason that they all carked it was so pointless. And yep. there was so much build-up to that. And, like, it's not pointless in a dissatisfying way at mm. all, especially on reflection. Like, oh, yeah, that's why it was so crushing, because it yeah. was just shocking as hell. Oh, wow, everything that was built up just was meaningless. Mm. Yeah, I mean, much like uh, Mike Tyson's everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, uh, <laughs> everyone has a battle strategy until they get a crossbow to the chest and their entire family is killed. Mm. It's not as catchy, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's the same kind of thought. It's just, yeah, sometimes your best laid plans die horribly. Mm-hmm. Ah, boy, that's that's depressing. Uh, what else we got here? Yeah, yeah, it's Pete. a good show, though. It's a good show. <laughs> it's awful good in points, as we said, but yeah. uh, that's, that's my... Uh, the the term I'm trying to coin for things that are terrible but done well is awful good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it, but it's what I'm going with. We'll workshop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so yeah, POV Wolf, that comet that doesn't really mean anything. Uh, what else have I got here? Pointless comet. Uh, oh, yeah, we cut to Dan Brady, and for once the episode is not named after her, after her so that's nice, and her horse dies. And yep. she's like, ah, horse. Yeah, once again, we're getting a little bit of this um, Joramamon um, mm-hmm. at you know, a different distance to her sort of bold and the beautiful style camera. It's not as egregious mm. as it's been in times. Like, I kind of like the desperation going on here that yeah. um, it kind of builds her character a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a kind of a cheesy moment where, you know, he's all like, she's all like, oh, we're wandering the desert forever and we're all going to die. This really sucks. And he's like, no, you have to be their strength. She turns to him and goes, as you are mine. It's like, yeah, that's a little mm. passions, but um, it's fine. I kind of felt this whole episode felt like it was shot a little bit differently yeah i'm not entirely sure what but uh no i i don't know it davos looked different as well like he had a different haircut this week or mm-hmm. something something was a little bit off yeah we had like, a- i wouldn't be surprised if this was filmed like months before the rest of the season maybe entirely like it was on the end of season one or something and yeah uh, the I mean, that's entirely possible that, yeah, a show would film their season return just to have it in the bank or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that probably happens all the time. Uh, We get a bit of uh, Millhouse Van Outen burning effigies on the beach, and she has this weird thing we both immediately notice where she says, Stannis Athian." Yeah. (laughs) Is this your first day on set and no one told you how to pronounce things? I got that vibe, right? Yeah, but even then, it's like, it's just so overly announced, it feels intentionally wrong. Like, that's the original way of saying it yeah yes it's still it just strikes the ear wrong it's weird yeah and it was only slightly it was just on that a borathian it's like she didn't say like borathian or something no Mm. it's just yeah yeah a little overly announced for no reason i imagine maybe maybe clarice van houten is sitting at home watching that episode going i can't believe that's a take they used i fudged that yeah (laughs) but what do you do well i think it's got to be so difficult for a non-english speaker i mean yeah true a lot of these people in this show sort of have vague nondescript like oldie time accents anyway Mm. that's somewhere between english american and um yeah other Europe. And for a woman whose native tongue is Dutch, uh, to yeah. not only speak English, but 
paraphrasing ye old English. Fair enough, that's probably hard. It does work with her mystical nature. I'm doing a Werner Herzog. <laughs> yeah, you got somewhere between Werner Herzog and the guy from the room there. <laughs> it was a weird... I did not! <laughs> I did not hit Joffrey, I did not. Oh, hi, BT. <laughs> Uh, but then we see um, this other maester dude who's talking to uh, Sir Davos. He's all like, uh, this this woman's insane and we have to stop. And he's like, not right now. And then mm. ha- he has the line of uh, loyal service means telling hard truths that Stannis, Stannis, uh, not Stannis, that uh, <laughs> Sir Davos uses with Stannis later. later. And it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of where he got it from. He kind of... Then this guy, you know, drops all thing in his drink and walks up to the red woman and takes yeah. a sip himself and then hands it to her. This is some fucking quick acting poison because he's already bleeding from the nose by the time what she takes a sip. What is this poison? Just it makes extreme hemophilia? It must. But I mean, and it's kind of a cool power move where she just drinks the whole thing. It's all like, yeah, I'm fine. Mm. Like, this is, I'm, I'm good. We're all good here. Lord of Light's got her back. Yeah. And uh, it's real. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly. Uh, but there's a great bit where, you know, Davos is all like, oh, we need to make allies. And you know, if you could make allies with Renly, then you could have a huge army. And he's all, and then, mm. you know, Galaxy Brain Woman is always like, oh, but, you know, he has the backing of the Lord of Light. So, and how many ships does the Lord of Light have? Well, he doesn't need ships. Yeah. He's a god. He's like, well, we need ships. Oh, my gosh. It's like yeah. so hard talking to you. It's like talking to a dumbass parrot. <laughs> right. Lord of Light. <laughs> so, yes, I know. Right. Mysterious ways. It's like, no, God damn it. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of death by drink there. A uh, bit of Jim Jam Rob and a good dog. Uh, it's a nice little bit where, yeah, just, he just casually says, I know that uh, Joffrey is your bastard son, and uh, yeah. I have a large wolf who's yeah. a good puppy. Lots of big reminders of the incest in this episode. Yeah. Well, I guess this is the where the news broke, and again, to be High School yeah. of Thrones, everyone's like, oh my god, did you hear? Wow, you are not going to believe. <laughs> West Rose High. Yep. Ah, uh, man, what else we got? Oh, yeah, we get a bit of uh, John Bumshovey hanging out in the uh, far north, in the snowy north. Yep, Snow and Co. arrive yep. at the creepy Joe's. At uh, Cranster's, and uh, we find out uh, why he only has daughters. Uh, yeah. And uh, that they become his wives. Uh, yeah. But we get a mention of Benjamin Stark, and I was wondering how far back we would get those kind of things, because he's the one who rocks up later and saves them all in, like, season seven. Oh, okay. And he rocks, and I think he saves Albran as well. It's like, oh, yeah, so he was mentioned earlier on. It's just still deus ex machina as fuck, mm. but at least he gets, you know, the groundwork is there. And we see our first uh, shot of Gilly. Yeah. Um We've been like, wondering, is this the first? Is this the first? And yeah, this one's like got to be the first. This one has to be. Which is like, oh, we're all very happy to be here in this wonderful house yeah. where none of us are miserable and want to leave. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, reciting the script. We are yep. not slaves. I'm serious. We're absolutely not slaves. Stop asking questions. We're not. Yep. Yep. Oh, that stuff very depressing well this is gonna be a blip because i'm out of notes now and i didn't want to end on that note however (laughs) oh i got a few more notes Ah, thank god (laughs) um just at the start as well this was uh the second instance of wino boarding as well oh yeah it was too yeah wino boarding too um and uh when that guy's getting introduced what are how are they announcing him I don't remember. <laughs> the big fat guy representing the red team or something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is their Bueller. Yeah, Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Dan Sandy Band, I forgot to mention before. <laughs> um, oh, good. maybe I am out of mo- notes. Yeah, this is the weirdest Burning Man ever. <laughs> oh, Well, they're only burning effigies at this point. They'll burn, like, people later. That said, they're really good effigies. Someone put a yeah. lot of work into this. They're just like... 
I mean, I knew they were going to burn them, but oh, it was that one took like two days to carve. God, son of a... Just... Wish I got someone to draw it at least. Yeah. Just... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Zen in the art of burning effigies. Pretty much. You just got to let it go, man. Yeah. Got to let it go and move on. Yep. Uh, God damn. Hmm? Shay smells shit. Horny cum. <laughs> That's a note I wrote. I mean, again, it makes total sense. I know exactly what that means. She's all like, uh, the city smells like shit. And she's all like, it also smells like cum and yeah. s- sweat and something else. And he's all like, you're awfully happy about all this. And it's like, oh, I love it. It's, you know, thriving and there's people and there's stuff and there's noise. Yeah, it's cities a city. Cities make me haughty. C- cities make me want to fuck. He's like, well, you wanted to fuck before, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Yep, aphrodisiac is just being in a city. That's that's <laughs> pretty damn easy. There's no aphrodisiac like the smell of shit. And corpses. <laughs> shit and corpses. All right, well, does that put you out of notes? Because that puts me out of notes. Because you could do that bit, actually, with no aphrodisiac. You know how he goes on that rant at the oh, end? Oh, yeah. Red hair, no <laughs> hair, innocence, <laughs> impunity. Saturdays, for some reason. And a, and picture, a picture of, of you. you. <laughs> yeah, you could just be like, corpses, shit, cum, some other stuff. Cities. <laughs> cities and other cities. and yeah. Prostitutes. And, and a, a picture, picture of you. you. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay, well. That puts me out of notes. How about you? I'm out of notes. Uh, well, then we must ask our final question. How did we get here? Well, on next week on our season eight opener. Oh, final stretch. I can't believe it. I've been promised two things about this episode. Okay, it okay. is called Fire and Blood. Nice. I think we're going to see some fire and some blood. Uh, will they get together? Like, I mean, this is a wedding episode. It's like a will they, might they kind of thing. Yeah. They dance around it. They ask their friends about blood. Yeah. They check out fire's butt. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It's hot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. Well, sounds great. I'm, you know, I'll be happy to get away from all this baby murder into a nice little, you know, dating sim kind of thing. Absolutely. And of course, <laughs> if you want to avoid more baby murder and hear more of us, um, why don't sign up to our Patreon? <laughs> Was that right. a good segue or not? Segway. You just do it. This is all renegade. Yep. You know that. We just do things. Yep. We flip the desk to one of the sides of the rooms. We mm-hmm. segue from yeah. baby what, murder to Patreon blogs. What blocks. do you do? Stop us? No, you're not. We drink scotch. We talk about patreon.com slash sidequest studios. If you want to support us and everything we do, go there and it'll really help us out. Your support means everything. We love you. Yep. And uh, for five bucks a month as well, you get our bonus show, except mm. where he's not, where BT reviews all the episodes of The Simpsons that he wasn't there for when we reviewed him on The Simpsons Index. Yeah. And we've got some other th- Thrones of Game content coming soon. I th- I was going to put something together, actually. Maybe yeah. we'll record that next week, and yeah. that can be an in-between season of things. That's fun, because I don't even know what that is. I'm looking forward to that. Surprise. I've forgotten everything. Well, mystery. till such an amazing mystery time, I've been BT Calloway. That's been Elliot J. O'Neill. Goodbye. And for now, our watch has ended. Season done. Woo. See you next week in season eight. Holy crap. The final season. No.